back like a bad habit. But better than you've ever had it. You are rocking with the Wednesday Night A Show. It's the AE Double Dudes right here on Twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain and also Kick.com slash Wrestling Brain, I believe. Uh, doing the, the dual stream, or at least trying to. Good evening, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's me, Uturusinza, Josh Custodio, one half of your soul on. hosting duo. Here to go all through AW Dynamite, the go home to full gear edition. But it's not just me. Nay, nay, nay. It never is. It's an, it, it, you know, it, it'd be a nightmare. It'd never, it'd never go anywhere. But luckily, we have the, the locomotive pulling the caboose. We've got the man of somewhere between 50 and 80 likes. <laughs> We're learning. He is the Zoobs. Hi, Zoobs. Hello, Josh. Um, I think you give yourself not enough credit. If it was just you, you could you could do a fine show. I think if you if you set your mind to it, if you set your mind to it, and we're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take an extra hour on top of the hour of notes I already take, and like really structure out what my solo show. How how do I get myself? You know, how do I put enough enough fence posts that I can then allow myself the freedom to play within them over the course of one show and put on a great show. So that's just my belief in you, but I feel good. Uh, I mean, Wednesday night, where'd you rather be? The belief of the zoobs in my sales makes me feel like I can achieve anything. And I, I appreciate that uh, over prepare to make it look easy. But I mean, we, we know how good the zoob solo shows are. We don't have to, there's no rhetoric. We're not, we're not entering the rhetorical question <laughs> zone. Everybody loves the zoob solo stories. We're, we're, we're aware. They might enjoy the conversationalism of the sword and the shield, but they say, if I have to have the sum all parts <laughs> equation, cut them in half, whose baby is it? They keep the zooms for the solo shows. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the AE Double Dudes. Now, as we are contractually obliged, this is where we say hello to producer Matt, but his mic is jacked up. It makes horrible noises, but this is still his allotted seconds, so we'll go to him here. Of course, he's the greatest producer in all the land. Here he is, Matt. How are you tonight? I knew he couldn't do it. I knew it. His own, his own big idea. I, I could I Zooms, could I have gone along along with his idea any harder? It's true. It's true. It's exactly what he pitched. I, <laughs> I gave it a full-bodied effort. Uh T-ball. Uh, a goal, and then of course I'm the head. Word for word. It's on me. You delivered your part. You delivered your part word for word. I can't deny it. Yeah, no, no, I see I see why it has to be in the contract. Hey, my name is Will Stang. I love an evening with Zoobs. I mean, yeah, well, you're not alone there. Ready? Many lucky people in the Toronto area saying the same thing. Good evening, everybody. Uh, Zoobs, a, the go-home edition of Full Gear. Does it feel like a pay-per-view week to you? Uh, I suppose. Uh, interesting way to put it. Um, yeah, it does. You have the big you have the hero left lying on the on the way out, and you have... Uh, for sure. You know, you have, uh, I don't want to say raising stakes, but everything that was sort of, you know, the card was... Given a lot of time tonight, obviously, a lot of a lot of additions and last second sprinkles and and uh, elevations all over. So, um, yeah, I think it did feel like a pay per view week. It does feel like go home. I know. I I want to get you know cautious of myself, repeating myself, and 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 having one big thought about AEW and letting it be the thing that every yeah. single thing gets filtered through. I sort of try to be wary of that. So I would say, yeah, it, it feels like a pay per view go home show and. And, you know, you look at the card devoid of anything else, how you may have been feeling. And you said there's a lot of interesting, intriguing stuff on here. So um, it's exciting. It's good. It could be a lot worse. I'm pretty excited for Saturday. Now, a lot of that, some of the heavy lifting there is that I prefer the Saturday night pay-per-view Oh, my God, yes. To the Sunday night plot. <laughs> not, it's not even close. Not what, Give me an honest number here, Zoops. What percentage does this add on to it? It's no less than 10 75? <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately 75%? 75%? Not thinking at all about, like, 
tomorrow is going to be, I mean, tomorrow is, I have a child, so I get up at the same time every day sure. anyway, but you can lay down in the middle of the day. You're not driving to work. Uh, it, it's a huge, it's huge. Saturday night is huge. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to the, these next, uh, these next two. And I know they try to do the Sunday ones on long weekend Mondays, but I don't care. It's a different energy for me. I'm a, I'm a long tenured combat sports fan across lots of pay-per-view buying. And that Saturday night is all right for fighting. That's when the, the big, that's what I associate with the big show. You know, that's when I order the pizza. That's when I hit the couch. So uh, suits me, suits me like a suit, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm just old. So being whatever night of the week it is you're, you're saturday is the saturday is the best one it's saturday is the if i could give any event in the world i would want to put it on saturdays everything that i watch now happens on saturday it's the only it's my my biggest day of like ability to to consume content is saturday let's give it up for saturday thank you full gear it looks like sam fells qui-gon gin and juice and corvax all completely in line with us saturday night is where it's at and Honestly, like it bumps collision to Fridays and it makes that a three hour block. Obviously a nightmare. Like that's my, my interesting yeah. collision with an extra hour of rampage, even with a, a couple tasty looking matches on it this week. It's just very, uh, yeah, not going to do much for me. Tork Penderloin, host of WBCW Meltdown here on the channel saying, I'm a real Tuesday guy. What's the Tuesday pay-per-views? This, of course, is Slack, sure. a fan of the original TNA when they were using the NWA title and were running <laughs> Tuesday $9.99 pay-per-views. Wow. Tuesday used to be my, my favorite day of the week for a long time. When I was like in my 20s doing stand-up, Tuesday was my favorite day of the week. Were you on like a big show that night and had Wednesday off sort of thing? No, Tuesday was sort of Saturday, right? Because you're working gig economy. So you're 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 also working like part-time jobs. So you're in service industry. So you're usually working Saturday and then you go out after work Saturday. And it's like not as much of a passion following night. It's more yes, of like a, that's right. when you, you're blowing off. And then Tuesday is the like nobody's doing anything. Anybody that's out is like, you know, they're down for, what you, for what's going on. It's, it's a good time. Industry oh, night, as they call it. Yeah. Tuesday, you're you're partying with servers, you're partying with bartenders, uh, you're partying with like cooks and stuff, entertainment folk. Tuesdays. If you're here for the first time, if you hit that follow button, join our community. Only way to get into the chat. And if you're here for a repeat viewing, we would love if you would subscribe. It gives you access to the emotes here, which you need to play keep it or kick it. But that's not all. Of course, you can text your friends the Twitch emotes. If you got if you got iPhone and you're texting each other people with iphone you can i'm not joking you can send them the every day on twitch i do it all the time send them tanahashi hey when there's punk Come rumors, on. this is just a little pro tip okay this is just a little pro tip and thank you jiggly's 93 for subscribing with prime 10 months baby uh this is just a little pro tip suit if you want to make okay. your friends laugh and seem cool when there's a punk rumor going around send the punk sticker but wait not yet Hold the message, the little arrow in the right corner, select okay. the spotlight effect, and then send that sticker. And, and what it sends is CM Punk's face and your friend opens it, boom, spotlight on the punk man. Like the bat signal for punk news going around. Yeah, that's just one example of what you can do. Subscribe. What's the easiest way to do it, though, Suits? Uh, through Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, and, and you probably do because it's holiday season, and it's for some reason now like more it's like socially acceptable somehow people to be like oh i ordered your gift on amazon and it's coming soon and it's like that's not a real thing you didn't you obviously didn't order me a gift right, right. sort of the how i respond to that because you have probably have amazon prime it's probably here tomorrow yeah um 
you, you, you just do, quite frankly. And if you do, which you do, you get a free Twitch subscription every single month. You don't have to do anything uh, to get this other than have Amazon Prime. You may as well use it on us because we really appreciate it. And it's free. It doesn't renew, so you have to do it every month. That's the only catch. Everything else about it, to me, obviously, seems uh, tailor-made for giving out subs. Like the golf clubs. I couldn't agree more, Zoobs. So uh, thank you all for your support. We're people who appreciate it. We're trying to grow the channel. Had a big, big wrestling brain call last night, Zoobs. Yeah, big intense call. Tried to, and we came out of it and we were like, we're going to start streaming on kick. And then I, I cannot, I don't know what's happened. Our restream sub seems to have uh, screwed up. We no longer, I thought we were streaming on Twitch, Twitter this whole time as well. I thought our X streams were still going. Evidently not. Oh. Are we paying, what are we paying for restream for? It's absurd. Anyway, that sounds like they're they're really taking our money. Thank you for the subscription through Prime Irish Back Twenty One, showing it's how it's done. And look at Sludge Williams showing all the different emotes, showing him how it's done. Hey, watch, I can do this. Thank you to my brother Thomas, showing him how it's done as always, stunting on him. Big congrats out there to Thomas as well. Absolutely, man. Well, Zoobs, with all of that out of the way, I think it's time to do what it is we do best around here, which is, of course, ask you, the Zoobs, and the Brainiacs in the chat. You just watched AEW Dynamite. Now, Zoobs, you remember this, I know. But this is the week where we are the hardest on the chat. We're never, chat, you got to listen because this part's difficult. We're asking for two numbers here, okay? Two numbers. The first number, everybody listen. Gather around, children. The first number is your score of tonight's Dynamite. One to seven. Easy peasy, same as ever. One to seven. One the worst, seven the best. And then a space, if you want to help me out, a comma. Then a second number, also one to seven. Of your anticipation level for this weekend's full gear. Zoobs, did I explain this well, the two numbers? I would say borderline, because I don't want to borderline foolproof. Well, that's right. not, you know, you're making somebody feel like a fool when you say that, you know. I try, I said, that's why I said borderline. <laughs> possibly that it isn't foolproof. Very safe. Uh, and that a fool may. <laughs> let's do it, Maddie Prince. If you wouldn't mind queuing up that wonderful music, that voodoo you do, uh, let's hear that one to seven song and let those scores roll on in. Two numbers. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. Do not, I do not envy you. I do not envy you having to do, you're reading twice as many numbers, quite frankly. And I have twice as many numbers to keep track of. So it's going to be twice as hard as it normally is. I'll just say and that. Yeah, we're going to make it look easy because we are the sword and shield. Here we go. We do best. Torque Pendulum with a five and a six. Rick Mittens with a three. We're out the gate. Yeah, okay. 50%. Yeah. We're, we're going to start the mower again. Here we go. Torque Lloyd with a five and a six. Hey, my name is Will with a five and a half and a seven. G Richie with a seven and a seven. Niblitz 05 with a four and a six. Heart Note with a five and a five. Keek 17 with a four and a half and a six. Irish Rack 21 with a five and a half and a six. I am Ahab with a five and a six and a half. Astral Beer with a five and a half and a seven. LB19 with a four and a half and a six. Trillium McGinnis with a five and a half. Or sorry, a five and a five and a half. 
just give a different score next. It's too tricky. That one, my brain isn't strong enough for, truly. I'm sorry. Uh, Darko Dino 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 and a six. Sam Bell's with a five and a half. And a six and a half. C755 with a six and a six. Fruits are edible with a five, comma, seven. Thank you, uh, Craig. Cadenza with a five and a five. E-Prime with a five and a six. Pacefall with a three and a four and a half. Corvax 1266 with a six and a seven. Sludge Williams with a six and a five. Danny DeRocher with a five and a five. OC and Best Friends with a five and a 6.25. RL with a 6.65 and a six. Qui-Gon Gin and Juice with a five and a six. There we go. I think the episode average was 5.25 yes and the hype average is 5.75 yes i feel like the the last little bit dropped the i was gonna say it's, it seems like a five and a six to me but you're probably you're, i think you you move them both 25 points to the middle is what you're saying yeah but i i could be wrong you know i'm reading i'm doing the math at the same time here we'll, we'll lean on you for sure there's some fours and and I don't know again I don't know what the three stands for but nobody really goes higher than a it's a lot of fives and a lot of fours a couple of sixes and one seven mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the other side of it it's mostly sixes six and a half some people are going as well as five and a half five um but six so yeah I think you're probably right I think it's probably just in between sort of like a you know somewhere in between five and two five and five seventy five and a six so I think I'm we're safe with those numbers Beautiful. where's that line up for you yeah. I, I would give the episode a five tonight, and I would give my anticipation for the pay-per-view a five seven five. So yeah, I think I'm actually very closely, very closely aligned with the chat actually. We're back. We've done it. Yeah. After, good... after all after after growing apart for the man, low these many months, Josh and the chat are back on the same same. We've done it. Come all on, everybody. Doesn't you've... it feel nice to be back together? We've made all this means <laughs> is you've done it. You've you've spoken convincingly enough over this entire build to get everyone back. <laughs> you brought them all one at a time. You put their arm around them and got them back on the course. So congratulations, everybody. The man on the mic. Ahab dropping uh, the least used emote on the channel, the Josh Seahead. Thank you, Ahab. <laughs> the guy who never gets it right, they say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to retire the the Ornai heads and put two other ones in there not yours it gets you we, we have to retire well, like me and the the secret mad emote <laughs> like we're preparing, the, we're that's, <laughs> the bottom, that's the bottom tier we're well there's new there's new emotes that uh monday night obviously has some emotes in there i'm saying those are awesome 2.9 critical yeah, yeah. very cool thank you to uh i think cadenza and bobby or maybe slack i'm not really sure okay let's get it but thank you to whoever did it very much uh let's get into dynamite tonight november 15th come to us from the city of angels (laughs) (laughs) dying to do that and no cope no cope in the city of angels what have we done to deserve this are are we two weeks without uh ed chopeland yeah i think so i think uh i think so Weird uh, how the show has been okay in the last two weeks for us. Yeah, I think a seven from you last week, a six from me, and oh wait, we sorry we didn't get your score on tonight, Soup. Sorry about that. Uh, I think I'm, I think I, I'm right there with you and the chat. Probably I, I feel generously five, and then a legitimate heat about the pay per view. Probably a six two five for me on the pay per view. I just sort of like, like you said, it, it gets an extra twenty, it gets an extra twenty five points of being on Saturday, and enough has been done the last two weeks to sort of chop off a pretty rough four or five weeks in there things yeah. are going in the in like in a direction i think last week's very clear like message to like looking at me through the camera and being like okay man we, we're gonna fix it uh last week i think buys me a little bit of goodwill and i think yeah. the pay-per-view is going to be very good 
um, and some things have gotten positioned, right? We've got Hangman explaining himself and that's starting to really heat up and, and the, 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 the Jay White Max thing is going to end. Thank God. Like that, that angle will be over. <laughs> we want to something else. Who knows? What, what if he takes the belt again? He wins. Yeah, what if he takes Let's the say belt? Max pins him, but that he, he, he. I sneaks away what with the leather. He took the, he took the belt. I mean, Mark knows he's probably going to rip right, like all, all, all navigation to getting there aside. Like that's Actually, going to be very good. Looks awesome too. Yeah, so it should be good. I, I'm looking forward to pay per view quite a bit. Um, and again, Saturday adds. I cannot say enough how much Saturday adds to this. It's just like. And now's a good time to remind everybody, come back here the moment Full Gear ends. We will be doing a Full Gear review show the moment it ends, getting your thoughts, scores. We'll be quick. We're going to do it in and out. We'll review the whole pay-per-view. Come on, Saturday night. Stay up late. Party with the dudes. Wow. Dynamite opens up. No, no MJF Renee segment before the action this week, Zooms. I think it's been three weeks of that. We're back to just light the fuse. And history was made tonight as Action Bronson not Perry Farrell's voice opens up tonight's at Perry Farrell, not the singer of I don't know what I was thinking there, Jane. Whoopsie. Uh, well, I've, I've watched some entourage, maybe. Regardless, uh, we get the team of Hook and OC. First time Hook's music is the theme song to Dynamite tonight. So the first time they're out to take on the BCC pairing of John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta and Zoobs. Let's give it up for LA because sometimes it's hard to speak with declaratives. Uh, not tonight. The gotta be the worst crowd in dynamite history. I mean, holy smokes, <laughs> these guys. What that young bucks hometown crowd, right? Where they're what was Penta who brought them alive? <laughs> um, so so big shout out, big shout out to uh this crowd. I, I actually liked this match way more than the crowd did. I thought it was very fun. I thought there was some fun storytelling. Mox being able to block the orange punch now, having matched up with Orange Cassidy a bunch of times, the exact sort of thing I thought of Zoobs in this. Where you get like the evolution of these guys understanding with one another. I thought there was some teasing of Orange maybe needing a new finish uh, on Saturday to finish off Moxley. I'd be keeping my eye out for that. But Zoobs, this was the only thing I was thinking about during the match. And I want to ask you about the match in a second here. But it seems like maybe we're doing something with Hook, or at least we're putting him in spots that are more than, it's hard to put a word to what he was doing. Novelty feels sort of diminutive, but he was sort of in, on, on Hook Island, You were, or he's the rehab guy for somebody to take. Not really feeling like a part of the world of AEW, no longer the case. How do you think he fits in here with some of the big names on the roster? Obviously, he's the counterpart to Wheeler in this match, but alongside OC and locking up with John Moxley in this match. Hook is a is a very interesting, unique study for this company because he really is a true. He's sort of the the men's version of Jade, I think, in in, in a lot right. of ways. Of like, he's somebody that you've never seen before. That there's guys, Orange Cassidy, Hangman, all, all sort of their MJF, all the their, their homegrown stars are all still guys that have a lot of experience before they get here. Hook is the first one where it's like this is a 100 of his matches are in AEW. Um, men's star they don't have a ton of that going around um and i think it's actually a really big testament to the good job that they've really exercised some real patience with him and i think your call out in this situation is absolutely correct i think you know he was he was a you know the the, the silent and he was over without saying or doing anything and they they played that really slowly and it was just moments and then it was an action bronson tag and he, was, he sort of felt like an event for a long time and then you're absolutely yeah. right he was a rehab guy for guys who didn't really have anywhere to go but needed a little extra magnetism. And I think adding that 
sort of paying off that path and and sort of letting him be um, you don't call it a B side, but letting him be elevated by who he's in there with, I think is a really smart job. Align, putting him beside Orange Cassidy and putting him in the ring with Mox um, and letting him get moves in on Mox and like give offense to Mox and give and take with Mox and feel, you know, submissions on. And again, I think it, it, it's a very good job of um, developing him and bringing him along at a, at a, at a really nice, consistent pace. Um, as much as it feels like he got, he would maybe get lost in the shuffle a little bit. I think if you look at the graph zoomed out, it's very much on a very, very uh, steep incline. Well, and you're exactly right. And that's why this crowd really was pissing me off in the opener. Because this match was so much about, like, the Mox hook face-to-face is supposed to be a moment in this match. Whoa! Hook up the card. Here they are. And this crowd just gave them nothing. Like, zero. Hook and Mox are face-to-face. Hook sneaks around, gets away slot. Crowd stays dead. And hits one of these perfect, beautiful hook suplexes that we're very familiar with. On John Moxley, who just as a sidebar, Daniel Garcia said today was the best wrestler on earth. Shout out Dan Garcia. Said no one he likes watching more than Mox. Very cool. Nice. Um, but I, I really thought this was underserved because I was very into this at home. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're building to this moment. I want to see Hook and Moxley do it and they square off, they circle each other, big suplex. But this crowd was waiting for Pentagon later, which maybe makes LA as a big Mexican population. They might've legitimately been waiting for the luchadors. That might've been a percentage of tickets sold on the card, but uh, I thought that they needed to, somebody needed to come alive for this. Um, I think Pentagon is a guy out there too, right? So you see him uh, yeah. with the, with the 49ers a lot. I know San Francisco and LA isn't the same thing, but, no, no, but California. Absolutely. The culture. You might be right. He's also just incredibly sick and was going absolutely, off. Like absolutely right. Match, so. Absolutely right. Then you get to Hook and Wheeler here, and I got to tell you, I thought Hook didn't look the best in these exchanges. There were just a couple of the, this is like a curse at AEW. It's like, just do easier shit. Like, just do, Mm. no one is asking you to, like, be doing the most. And and if you are Wheeler Yuta, and you are able to do this stuff, it is your job to say, oh, you can't do this stuff. Let's do something else. Like, imagine if when, what would be an example? imagine if when Mick Foley got in there with the Sandman he's like, okay we're gonna tell like a storytelling heavy match like 10 seconds in he's like this guy's on acid I can't we have to <laughs> I have to work his match uh and and I think that's what a, a pro does and I thought he sort of exposed Hook in some moments especially when you think of Hook as the whole thing about his style is this judo base and the the big mm-hmm. throws and so to have these exchanges that and you know me I, I'm fine with a sloppy looking exchange where it looks like there's resistance and guys fighting back and forth but these were more just like, you know, the, especially the the ending on the seatbelt, which was like Hook was yeah, on a hip and he needs to come down flat. And so Wheeler just sort of has to muscle him over while Hook's scooching. And it's like, you you don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you could just do something. And, oh, my finisher now is the, the big punch. And, and now you, you, <laughs> you punch him. And, you what would your big Yeah, punch Wheeler, you just big punch. I like that. Would you name your big punch soups? Uh, let me think on it. But yeah, you would have to. You'd have to. You just call it big punch. I kind of have a name for one for you. Can I throw a suggestion your way? I would love to hear this. The country club. Country club. Wow. Because you're you you you're knocking out the one percenters and welcoming them to the country club. <laughs> Welcome to the country club. Kadong. Yeah, yeah like you get big it. Big right hand, big hook, oh, hook overhand. Wait, what should I throw there? I was thinking of like classic overhand, right? Yeah, Dan Henderson, Roy Nelson. Um, but but I'm open. I'm open to suggestions. Yeah, 
Um, but anyway, I, I actually, I really enjoyed this match for an opening tag on Dynamite on a go-home where I think they have, a, this is a good example of a go-home match where it doesn't really, you're really here for a hook and mocks the preview, but I, I enjoyed a lot of what was going on until some of the sloppier uh, Wheeler and Hook exchanges. I thought it was a fun match. Yeah, good good pairings, and uh, I agree with you. I thought it, I thought it kicked into the tempo that we deserve um, from sort of that mini main event that the that the sort of opener is sometimes viewed as. Yeah, it is sort of a mini main event. I like looking at it that way. Um, I w- I would like to ask the chat and you Zoobs because you know I'm a dumb guy, but this was surprising to me. Wheeler Yuta previously mentioned gets the seatbelt pin and pins Hook. Has Hook been pinned in AEW before? Oh boy, that's the one for the stat heads. I don't remember. And they didn't make a big deal about it on the programming that I heard. But I was like, I don't think I've seen Hook even even lose. But who knows? He's been around. He's been around. I may be misremembering. Ricky Starks says Matt. Oh, thank you, Matt. There we go. The true wrestling brain of the place. Guy who actually watches the show, Matt, thank, weighs thank in. Thank you, Matt Prince. <laughs> oh, Jack pinned him. That one I do remember. Okay. Yeah, so now we're just pinning Hook left and right. Never mind. Who hasn't pinned Jack? And who hasn't pinned Hook is the real question. Be a shorter list, wouldn't it, at this point? (laughs) Okay. uh, Four guys arrive in suits. They are Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, the Golden Jets. Kota Ibushi is there. They're the Golden Lovers. And Paul White is there. And Jericho. Do you see my hand in the air? I do. This is my oath. I will never speak ill of Paul White ever on this program. The Fair. bump that man took tonight, I will never forget it or him for, for it. So, Paul White, I was going to say how, you know, can we get some nicer suits for everybody but Kenny, but I will change that. Kenny and Paul White looked outstanding, and Kota Ibushi and Chris Jericho. Wrestlers in suits has always been a battle. It's tough for them to get right. I think their bodies suit the suit, so to speak. For sure. Uh, but big shout out to Kenny, who who looked the part, but I thought I was like, you know, you guys. Okay. They arrive. They did arrive. Swerve and Hangman are face-to-face. This is the best feud in the company right now, right, Soups? Oh, yeah. The, the biggest, the most heat, for sure, I would say. Swerve is a coward, a fraud, and a phony for going into my house. Now, this is a great example of delivering something with passion that doesn't make any sense. Exactly uh, right. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, this is a great promo from Hangman. You can't call a guy a coward after breaking into your house and kicking. He beat him at WrestleDream. He kicked, he yeah, kicked it's his a ass. weird. It's a weird. There's a lot of things you could call him for that. Coward's a weird one. But yeah. yeah if if the Zoobs lays me out in the street, he, I, I don't get to go, oh, yeah, you coward. Yeah, you, you would say that. Like, <laughs> we we fought. We were. There was no cowardice. Um, you're a big dumbass, and you're an even bigger dumbass now than when you got fired two years ago. You don't have it in you. You can't cut it. The reason your fiance left you and your kids hate you. <sighs> you're starting to understand how CM Punk might have gotten a little ticked off at the work shoots with this guy. <laughs> yeah, can you say that? Is he allowed to say that? Um, <laughs> wow. And listen, you, you you chalk it up, right? That's this is fair play. Uh Swerve opened this door. So, and great job, Swerve, um, reacting to these. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the part, of, the other half of the like talking about him, you don't talk about a damn man's family. Uh, the other half of it is how the guy reacts to it. And I thought Swerve did an amazing job of sort of like showing restrained rage, right? Without, without, without and it being changing hammy. throughout, too. Yeah. The Definitely. snarl where he's arrogant and then he's like outright concerned after seeing Nana be beat down. Uh, no one hates Triple H more than me, 
But but one of the things that drives me up the wall is there was just a decade where guys would try and promo against John Cena. Zoops, can you say something insulting to me? Uh, oh, you got your you have boogers in your nose. Classic WWE. <laughs> like that's how John Cena would react to every promo. Like, yeah, okay. Whereas Triple H, you could be like, your breath is bad, and he'll be like, my breath. He'll, he'll, act, he'll act like you, you you shot a family member of his, and like that is better. And uh, I thought I thought Swerve Strickland was in that that zone tonight. He's the guy, man. Um, yeah, he's awesome. I love that he says nothing here. They have an agreement. A con- they're contracted to not become physical with one another, lest the match will be off and they'll both be suspended till the end of the year. So they'll be suspended till the end of the year. Yeah. It's only a month and a half. The vacation, man. You think Hangman hasn't off. been off TV for six weeks before? It's not even a suspension. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Hangman probably has a normal holidays, schedule. Anyway. Yeah. Where's, yeah. How long has Jungle Boy has been off for that long? Who? Yeah. Jungle Jack. Uh, oh, that's right. The man who plays with glass. Yeah, that should be his new gimmick. Yuck. Uh, but but then Hangman ends his promo by saying, we can't touch, but Nana, he didn't say anything about you. And he starts beating the hell out of Prince Nana. And Swerve can't pull off Hangman unless he gets suspended, so security has to do it. Very effective segment. Sold the feud even further. I like that Swerve didn't talk. That, like, the talking is done. Hangman finally got him in a ring. Said his piece. Fuck your buddy. I'll see you Saturday. I, I thought this was all all real good. Yeah, even down to like it looked like Shivani was going to give the mic to Swerve first, and and yep. he just took it and was like, "I'm talking. This is over." I thought that, I agree with him. Totally, totally, really effective to not have Swerve talk. He doesn't need to say anything else. And that leads us into our first of three keep it or kick it of the evening. Of course, keep it or kick it a segment where I pull a prompt from my wrestling brain and I say it to you, these zoobs and the brainiacs in the chat. And you must head on over into your emotes bar and tell me if you want to keep that prompt, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you kick that prompt, but you hate it, you despise it. You never want to see it again. Zoobs, are you ready for the first of three keep it or kick it tonight? I am. Keep it or kick it. This state. The winner of this match on Saturday is the next AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. They are rolling in zoo. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it. What are they saying, Zoobs? Well, uh let's take a look see mm. so here we go your, your keep your kick it is the winner of hangman versus swerve the next aew champion it's a keep from irish mac 21 sam fells Drewzilla, gritchy they are keeping e prime kicks truly mcginnis keeps fledge williams i am ahab and quagongin and juice kick hey my name is will keeps al b19 kicks pace foul keeps see up a kit keeps uh, a kick from here we come. Here come the kicks. Oh my goodness. Maddie Mac, Cadenza, Danny DeRocha, Corbax Paul 66. Hi, it's me, RL. XX307, Ryan PM. 
And then three more keeps to close it up from VZ, Jay Glees, and Torpenolin. But that got real tight there for a minute. That might be that might be 55-45 for Very for close, Keith. I think. Yeah. Where would you be coming down on this one, Zoops? Um I know I I feel like I'm wish casting it by by saying keep, right? I'm saying keep because I want it to be one of those two guys, whether or not it is. I will say keep. I will say that that will that makes sense to me. People, people in the chat saying that it's Joe. I just don't see it being Joe. If it's Joe or it's the winner of this match, the Continental Classic winners challenging time is unclear to me. If that final is at world's end, I suppose you have one of those defenses, but I think that's probably Joe already, right? Um, so I don't think so. I I think the loser of this match is probably in the Continental Classic and the winner isn't, um, which I think will be dumb, but I think that's probably what they do because I think they're going to give Hangman the win back, which is dumb, but then they think they can rehab Swerve just by having him go really far in the tournament. That's what which I think. Are, which is not, which is not, probably not wrong in the second part. It, I don't think he's, not I don't wrong, think he's knocked down. He's not knocked down that much from losing to Hangman. Like he is... I think canonically, without MJF sort of station and not existently, like is he is sort of the top babyface of the ideally in the company, right? Sort of in the in, a, in the yeah. ideal world, I think he's the top yeah, babyface. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you that it sort of is dumb to get him have his get his win back. It meant so much for Swerve to beat him. It's just very New York booking, where it's like, okay, but then he can get the win back, but then we can rehab him by doing this thing. It's like, or no rehab is needed. He beats the guy he's already beat. Swerve is the guy we're pushing right now. And he seems like this unstoppable boss because everybody's expecting the thing to be even. It's like a moment you could separate yourself from. The reason we all think Hangman's going to win is because of latent New York brain. In a combat sport sense, there's no reason to think. Swerve won by cheating. You think removing the rules makes Hangman the more likely winner? Like it's not, there's no reason for us to be picking him besides like, oh, one and one. That's how it, Swerve is the Texas, higher well, guy. Well, Texas death is... Texas Death is his. You could say it's his match style. You could That's say the, true. The the odds tilt in his favor that way. That's true. I I don't actually know his record in Texas Death because it could be like a Mox thing where we think of him as a hardcore guy, but he actually loses all the hardcore matches. It's <laughs> a good point. It's so nuts. Take a look. Like never wins against Kenny or Hangman in these hardcore matches, but he loves being in them. Um. But yeah, I'm just all in on Sword. And I don't think Hangman needs to win. I think he's turning heel with the rest of the elite and maybe joining Donk Callis. Oh, God. There's going to be a lot of guys. Hanging. Imagine the Young Bucks and Sam G in the same team. Uh, Sam G exists still? I. I... <laughs> oh, did they just make Kyle Fletcher him like what, I suggested? What, when's the last time? I haven't, haven't, I feel like I haven't seen it in a hot minute. I think they might have watched the show and just said, Kyle, Kyle Fletcher is Sam G now. They didn't do the. So, I suggested the full-on name change that Kyle Fletcher would be named Sammy Guevara from here on out, but they didn't go hey, that far. I looked it up on Cage Match. Uh, Hangman is three zero. In hey, okay, in so there, so there you go. I suppose there's your your reason. I stand corrected. Lance I, Archer, I still Adam think Cole, that Swerve Strickland is the way I would go here, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, three zero uh, against Mox Swerve, uh, Mox and uh, Adam Cole and Lance Archer. Heart note is cool with Hanger winning if Swerve goes scorched earth, leading to Swerve Hangman 3. The guy threw a shirt on his kid. I don't know what scorched earth even is. I guess I wouldn't <laughs> mind finding out, though. <laughs> if, I, if I broke into your home and threw a shirt on, on young Sam Zoobs in, like, a hateful way, what could I do that would even offend you more than that? It's funny because, uh, not to call it Hangman Page, it, it would be the night that you did that that I sought, like, I would not, right. it would not be like, I'm going to get this guy two weeks from now. A couple weeks like, from now. 
Well, what if you couldn't care if I was always skirting around, but I had agreed for money? That is sort of the auspice of wrestling, ostensibly. It's like, I can get the heel there because he's showing up for the paycheck. He has to be there on the day. But I might no-show in that situation. I'm not, I don't want the zooms after I throw a shirt on Sam coming after me. The death sentence, man. Don't need you'd that like to think. Life. You'd like to think. Guevara is hurt, says X 307 There you go. Never mind. It's a shame. Ahab saying he's out on paternity leave. I guess it could be anything is what I'm learning. That hurts. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is the zooms. So if only they had some way of knowing that his wife was going to give birth, though, right? Like, it's you never know when that's going to happen. So it's important that they did the he turns on Jericho after he loses to Jericho and joins the Don Callis family. And just, I forgot, like, keep, what are we doing in this company sometimes? Remember that? <laughs> that was a low point. That was a real low point for me. That was like people people might rate this show high, and I have to I have to be sure that it's not. Qui-Gon Jin and Juice saying what I should have said. Better thinking than me. You should host the show, Qui-Gon Jin and Juice. Never losing Texas death isn't interesting. Beating the guy who is currently undefeated in Texas death is. Yeah. Love that. that. It'll be great. Okay. We go. Okay. Don't I need, can you switch your brain off a little bit here? Zoops? Can you easy for me to do? You'd be surprised. Okay, great. Well, let's, let's enter that mode because we've got the answering on the phone. Adam's on the television maneuver going on again. And we just, I hate when that happens to me. I hate, I hate when that happens to me. I'm watching a show with my wife. Answering the show with my uh, show with my wife, and uh, I I end up turning the TV on with my phone. I Adam fucking Cole's hate that. Calling calling you and calling you and your family. Um, instead, it's Lexi with Roddy in the Kingdom. They know who the devil is, and they're going to call Adam Cole. Um, they do the yell. They say, "Adam, I can't believe we're still doing it." And they he does it anyway, and he knows who the devil is. Zoobs, it's MJF. Roddy's one hundred percent certain. Huh. Doesn't it's not possible. I mean, MJF was saying has said before that it is him. So, right, you know, yeah, be, and like be, a could, devil third. It could be metaphorical, right? It's like a metaphorical. Right. You are the you are doing this yourself, right? Twisted Go on the record, sword. chat. Stand for something. Who is the devil? CM Punk. Zeus, come on, man. <laughs> you can't say that. It should be CM Punk. It would be the well, yeah, yeah. It should fucking be. I agree. Would be the greatest thing in wrestling history. Okay, what would it do? Let's just fuck it. It's our show. Play it out. What would it do for your personal wrestling fandom if CM Punk was the devil? Well, I've been resisting (laughs) letting this into my brain and heart for weeks. I've been not engaging, Uh, but I find myself uh, too magnetized, too drawn. What would it do for your wrestling fandom if the mask is pulled off at Full Gear on Saturday and CM Punk is under? Something only Punk can do, right? He, he would be, it would be one of those things where I would o- the only thing I would be able to do for like a week would be re- would be consuming wrestling content. I wouldn't have the capability to do anything else, right? It was like the only thing my brain could handle processing uh, would be <laughs> only he can do that. That is so true. Thinking about what he like, I want, I want to read about where he was in the arena before, uh, which you know, like when did he arrive? What did he do after he left? Like, you'd, you'd have to know, every time he was at an arena, you'd have to know what he did backstage. You'd be constant. I would. I'm telling you right now, Zeus, and the chat, I would I would go on the record and say All Elite Wrestling 
is the greatest federation in human history. It's it's so funny to think about it. Uh, yeah, I've been in Discord for for a whole day. That's exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Patty Mac nailed it. It's an absolute fact. You want to? If you need to know uh, what it takes, that's that's what it takes. Um, it was so funny to think about like that. Yeah, they they went ahead and booked like the shittiest, most meandering summer of all time <laughs> for a yeah. punk's work. That's why you can't be. It's like it, even if it is, unless there was a huge issue, and now they've resolved it. But, like, if you chose to do this, you're an idiot. Like, you nuked your company from one angle. <laughs> it's an all-time blunder. Uh, but I personally would feel insanely good about it. Let's see what the chat has to say. Uh, Keeks1717 saying it's Adam Cole. Maddie Max saying CM Punk. G. Richie saying Joe. Torque Penderloin saying Danhausen. Ooh. Danny Roach is praying for CM Punk. Me as well. <laughs> Uh, Quagon Jinju saying CM Punk would be mind-meltingly amazing. Maddie Mac needing to know, did he eat at Nando's with Brody King? Hey, I got that. I got that Nando's logo right there. That's I got that after they ate there. I thought I said that's where Brody King and CM Punk ate. <laughs> yeah, never. This is never coming off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so outside of CM Punk, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm ready for it to be. I'll tell you this. I'm ready for it to be Jack Perry. I'll tell you that much. Stop it. I'm ready for that to be what it is. I don't know why. Ugh. Ugh. And you know, ugh, you know what's going to be the worst thing ever if it's Jack Perry? Yes. People who are like, look how booty's getting. It's super effective. It was actually a good reveal because he's a great heel because everybody hates it and is booing. And I'm a genius. And I'm 10. And I had my brain replaced with the dogs. <laughs> oof, 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 oof. That's yeah, going to be a takeout. Oh. See, now I'm mad about something that didn't exist. We had to start talking about CM Punk. None of this <laughs> I is I do. The only two names that can get you going at this point. Uh, yeah, I don't think Jack Perry. Anymore. <laughs> Boy and Punk. Oh, man. It's J-Boy. Yep, I can. What if the devil just hits and go to sleep and then says, Wednesday? <laughs> what if? What's your, what are you, what are you, what's your legitimate? I think it's uh, Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Yeah, I think it's Brett. Because she's never off TV. Mm. She's been off TV for months now. Um, yeah, I think it's Britt Baker. She's small. Wardlow hates them. One of them will be Wardlow. A couple other fellas. And then when Cole's better, you get Cole in there. That's my guess. Very good. Well done. Um, but if it's Jack Perry, there might not be a on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the keep it or kick it on our uh, Twitter today, Zoobs, but I'd be curious to get your take on that. Do you think we know at the end of full gear 100% who the devil is? Um, No. Me neither. I think it might be a World's End thing. That might be, it might be the last visual of the year. If it's a World's End thing, they're psychopaths. They don't have another six weeks of stretching this out. But I think that might be the case. But I'm hoping... It's like the devil appears, big angle, a tease, and it's a dynamite reveal. That's fine by me. You want to draw some traffic to the TV? No problem there. Yeah. Torque Penderloin believes in Danhausen. There you go. Can cursing him. Yeah, why would you beat up goons? You just curse them backstage. MJF did say he was cursed tonight. That's true. Slack is often often ahead. Uh, devil reveal happens when MJF loses the belt, says VZ. Yeah, could be for sure. 
Oh my God. I cannot wait to talk about this match. Oh, this is why we do it. This is why we do the show. Red Velvet versus Sky Blue. This is why this is why we're here on Wednesday nights. One of the most fascinating matches I've ever seen. This wow. match, this match had it all. It was awful. It was great. They, they showed it was it was molasses. It was lightning. I, I never see, I don't even know what to say. This match had it all. This was one of those. I don't even, are they good? Are they bad? Like, who knows? <laughs> I don't have a clue. I couldn't tell you. They can do some stuff very well. And they're all, I mean, wow. Did people like this match? I'm dying to know. Uh, I say, I would say overall I did. I think this is, this is the, this is the thing about potential, right? The thing about potential is you see it in flashes. And I think they're both very high potential, uh, like talents. I've been on the sky blue thing for like a year at this point. Um, I think they be given opportunity to expand and, and, um, grow similar to similar to sort of Julia, Julia Hart. I think it's sort of a similar, mm. um, person to draw a line with. And we all know the red velvet thing is where we're two matches in three matches into this return and the knee brace. I did, uh, I did like parts of it. I, I thought the flashes were very good flashes. And one of those ones that I think being surrounded by a pretty good show, it, it the parts of it that I liked, I think stood out. And there, obviously, the, the finish was a little was was not the oh that code the blue finish was, was awful. Wreck. But then they did but, way harder stuff than that successfully. The match is yes. psychotic. The, the 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 first third of it is like the most beginner wrestling match you've ever seen. Like a match that you as a wrestling fan, it's like Irish Whip, Leapfrog. Like they call that an international. Like it's it's like just a very basic match, finely executed. Nothing. Nothing novel about it. And then they sort of kick up a gear coming out of commercial. There's like a bunch of cool spots performed well. Velvet hits like this one arm bounce into a split into the corner, prying Sky Blue's face into the turnbuckle. She's like taunting to the crowd. It looked fantastic. Um, if, if they did one more turnover wrist lock, I was going to walk out of the room. But that's that's neither here nor there. The, I, but then, then people like people are saying, then the match, it goes from exciting I don't know if they're tired or like this was the part they were going to improvise, but now the match is extremely slow. Now they're like, okay, we did it. They're, they're, you know, I've done this lots in my life. I was like, all right, now I can call it in. We did, we did something cool. And then the finish is atrocious. And so, like, I want to see the chart of this match. The, the, <laughs> the, the match is quality. Phenom- I mean, I'd, I would take watching something like this all day over something insanely boring. I would. I couldn't get my mind around this match. <laughs> For yeah, all Sky I know, these two are the worst wrestlers in the world. Like I, I don't. But they might be the. I mean, oh, fantastic. Oh, you okay? Sky Blue has turned dark from the mist. Yes, but she's less dark this week than she was last week. You can't start wearing Scooby Doo gear. This is this is <laughs> this is wrestling one brain IQ. When you are going goth, you don't go. You don't go to to Scoob. It's receding. She, she's she's getting less dark as weeks go by. She was she was more dark previously. She's fighting. She's fighting the mist. So so Scooby Doo is her sort of pressing back. Yeah, she's pulled the, the basically she pulled the mask off the back off the bad guy. Scooby, if we're talking Scooby Doo uh, vibes, I, it is it is funny. The mystery machine gear is baffling. <laughs> like truly. <laughs> and you know me, I hate all that shit. Like even the good ones, I hate. Oh well, that's life. Anyway. Really, 
something to see this match. That code blue, I mean, you might not see something worse than that on television this year. She's really, and yet the rest of the match was good. Well, really the, fighting the the it's my own finisher sort of like that that is be the heart the most difficult thing that you do in the entire match. It should be something that you know I think that, no that, that's Dana Brooke tier where it's like do you know your finisher? <laughs> <laughs> do you, like that? Do you again have have your finisher? Be, I do I do the the headlock. That's my finisher. My guys Big in two K, Matt, Maddie can tell you this headbutt. That's my finisher. You just walk. I'm not getting flashy. I don't think I could do a you know a, a who's it what's it 360. I don't know how to do those. I think you could if you put your mind to it. Thanks, but yeah, but Maddie's saying I could do the some sort of corkscrew elbow. I think. No, he's going uh, bionic there. That's not. He's not. That's not your body. Oh, I just used the bionic arms. elbow. That's exactly right. Just his arms. Yeah. Again, because something I can know I can do. You do a little of that. No clunk. It's a word for that. Zoobs, this next segment, I'm going to call, is this good or do I hate this federation? Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's the premise we're entering. And is this good or do I hate this federation? Okay. It's the only two <laughs> options. Because we go backstage to Miro and he's on video. And he's cutting a great promo, I think. I thought it was really well delivered for Miro. Talking about his wife, uh, CJ. I love that woman. But she brings out the worst in me. And she brings out the worst in her. She loves the material goods of this world. The, the gold and, you know, all these bad things that I don't stand for. And Garcia, I see that you're kind of dance nearer. Well, guess what? I'm coming for you. This Saturday on Collision, try and dance your way out of this. Here comes the Redeemer. I don't pray to God anymore, but you better. Awesome. And we get Miro versus Daniel Garcia on Collision this Friday. Zoops, was this good or do I hate this Fed? Uh, it's one of those things. It gets it gets you to Miro versus Daniel Garcia. So huge thumbs up. You you are standing at the end of the promo and you are saying, "This is what I want out of the show, right? This is what I want to be. This is this is a match that I want to be on on Friday." And Without question. It is a. It's like a, he delivers a good promo. That's not to be argued. Energy and enunciation and passion. Absolutely not. No argument. So it's good. That's what I'm saying. You don't hate this fed. I don't think so. Fantastic. That that's the test we need to pass. I also think it's good. I I, I just mean like, you you could do a lot with Miro and Dan Garcia. That feels like something you could do a lot with. And uh, and it feels like we're doing a little with it in some ways. Yeah, the not the clearest, the like, uh, he's got his wife in the Fed thing. I feel like you could do it a lot clearer, where it's just like, yeah, that's his wife, and he loves her, and there, and she like is on screen with him. And she seems pretty lovable. Seems like a nice person. Yeah. Oh well. Josh's finisher is lying on his back after Cat Power beats him up. Oh, okay. well, that's not a finisher. Yeah, sure. She got the best of me when I wasn't looking. That's not a. I'm trying to say, yeah. Is there a is there a lasting visual of like the result of that match that I can get my hands on? It's like the win loss record. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I try to attack me from the front is all I'm saying. I know seeing best friends, any you and me, anytime. You know, you want to attack me from the. I'll show you a real finisher. No, that was a great moment for me. I'm a big fan of Cat. Uh, he said, this might be my favorite non-belt story. CJ Perry just accidentally setting a monster on all these young guys. There you go. 
cool. shout out. I can't imagine liking this more than Swerve Hangman, but that's I'm that's missing most right. of this, by the way. I'll say that. I'll say that. Um, right. Whatever, whatever, whatever the CJ Perry part of it is. But if they started putting Miro on TV and meaningful stuff, you, you'd be on. That's great. That's great. That's the whole point of this thing for me. Miro, what would be the ultimate? Yeah, Miro versus Dax Harwood is how you get Zeus back into this company. <laughs> there was a time. There was a time. Miro Dan Garcia is as close as you're going to get right now, I think. I like it. I like it. You, oh, when Dax ended his podcast, you weren't as much a fan anymore. Well, yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Less is more, I think, I guess. We're getting a lot. RJ City is outside of Tony Storm's dressing room, even the sign on it says not Tony Storm. So that's already <laughs> makes you wonder. And yeah. but it's it's with Mariah May, and she's such a big fan of Tony Storm, as we learned last week, and she wants to go in. Mariah May is such a natural on camera. Hey? She's just like immediately this character of the sycophant, the she's obsessed with Tony Storm. Luther answers the door. This is funny. Like the black and white spills out of the door. Like it's black. The black and white. Uh, what's the word? Emanates from Tony Storm. Is sure. that right? Um, yeah. Uh, that's kind of a cute touch. I thought sort of like video gamey. I was thinking like you open a chest and it has like some sort of effect on the the room. I think it's fun. Luther's funny in the role. She does get in the room. Tony Storm is lying there, l- looking like a starlet as she does. She's got the cucumber eyes on. I'm so glad they've gotten away from the silent films. And she's sort of like not sure what to do with Mariah May. Zoobs, I've seen, I've been in rooms where people are coming onto the Zoobs really strong, where they're like, this guy, I want to put all that. And it can be hard to receive sometimes, where it's like, oh, I don't know quite what a lot coming at me. Tony Storm's sort of having this moment with Mariah May, who she, who eventually she's like, okay, okay, I get it. You love everything I do. Da, 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 da. Thanks very much. Nice to meet you. Luther, cut, get the con guy on the phone. Get me a tune up match for Friday. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Getting Mariah May in beside your 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 biggest act in the division continues to be a good idea. I agree. If she's the first Tony Defense title storm or the first title defense Tony Storm, first Tony Storm title defense. There it is. Uh, um, that I think that works immediately. It's a very nice built in. Can't wait to see Mariah May in the wings. Yeah, same for me. Very cool. Samoa Joe versus a local talent. Could not get Love this it. guy's name. Was paying attention, looking for it. This guy was awesome, though. The, the, the whole thing was he was going to try and kick Joe, which, of course, why would you try and do it? And he ends up hurting himself because Joe is so good at checking kicks. That for those of you who do not know checking kick is, you're basically aiming your knee at the person's shin who's trying to kick you. So they are kicking your knee, and it hurts both of you, but they get at least as much damage, if not more, depending on the conditioning of your legs. Then he like hobbles over to the side. Joe does the walk away, and then as he so- soon as he wants to, he s- smokes him in the corner, which is a giant diving shoulder block, and then uh, taps him out. I thought this was actually really good. I thought this guy stood out to me. Uh, it was a. It, I, I like to see what the discussion is and the angle they bring to it. And checking kicks is a. It's an interesting way. You gotta love the Joe squash. Few things. What, what's 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 better? Empty calories on this earth. Than oh, Joe squash. Not anything. Well, maybe McDonald's. Yeah, I mean snack food. Other than that, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. The entire genre of snack food. This is this is the snack food of of dynamite. I love it. A maskless Serpentico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Serpentico. I just don't know what his name is. What? Um, Yeah, that's who Serpentico is. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the gray hair ponytail man. Wow. The more you know, man of depth. Earn that. Earn it. Love it. 
John Cruz says VZ. Thank you. And part of the Play Gray roster. John Cruz, just, I'm a fan. Yeah, we're in. Cruz and Demetrius fan. John Cruz. Samoa Joe promo afterwards. Very Samoa Joe. My name is Samoa Joe. I'm from Southern California. MJF, you're going to answer my question sooner or later because I am Samoa Joe and I am inevitable. I think you have remarked before Joe's ability to make uninteresting things very interesting, like on a page might be a little trite, but yeah, he pulls it off with ease here, I think. Yeah, perfect. Big seething, angry, yelling Joe. Well, it's cooking, we're cooking well-tested recipes here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. Cooking well-tested recipes is great. Droolzilla pointing out Chaos Project and Shambles. Yeah, I didn't even put that together. Luther and Serpentico in back-to-back segments as different characters. You know, say in shambles on TV, back to back segments. Better than better ever. Than really. they've been doing, <laughs> when, when have they ever been doing better than that? Should have become order <laughs> project sooner. <laughs> I've been dying to talk to you about this, Subs. Dying to talk to you about it. Because in WBCW, which happens every Monday on this channel, it's WBCW Meltdown. We put our money where our mouths are. Slack and I are building our Dream Wrestling Federation. We watch the matches in Fire Pro Wrestling. The it's basically impossible to explain at this point. The lore is so deep, the everything affects everything else. The factions are intertwined. You know what? Don't watch it at this point if you haven't. There's no it's too, too many seasons late. of it. Yeah. yeah. Just don't. Uh, but in WBCW, we run the B1, which is our ripoff of the G1, a 12-man. Ours is single elimination, but this, the Continental Classic. AW is doing another tournament, but this time I'm excited for it. (laughs) It's a 12-man Red Robin tournament, what the G1 used to be before they did whatever, 20 blocks and 100 guys. And the finals are at World's End. One person is announced for it, Brian Danielson. Zoobs, tell me. Oh, and and actually, this is a nice touch. The matches are going to be happening on Dynamite in big cities. I actually like that. There's like this tour. It's very much like the G1 main events of these shows. They're touring. The main events are these tournament matches. Zoops, talk to me about if you're excited for the Continental Classic or if you have uh, tournament fatigue and some names you'd like to see in there. I'm. It's not a tournament fatigue when they're going to explore this uh, format. I think when, like, when, when we've you taken over as you said you're you're the the wbcw fed when you you take over any fed when you when you book when you dream book any year of pro wrestling i think um trying to make your own version of the g1 is like one of the first instincts that all of us have anybody that has any connection to the g1 it's like you want you can't help but think like what if that happened in north america what if what if wwe did that what if what if AEW did that and they're going to it Uh, i think it's good I think I think the the Red Robin is is a, a good idea, and that's sort of the format that we want. That it to, to for for a, for a month, it's just the storyline is that these guys are in the tournament together and they're having a match, and it, it makes a lot of sense in that way. Um, I think it's gonna be good, man. And as to who should be in it, I mean, it's as simple as me as sort of I would I would be taking your your top whatever you think your top ten guys are. Having so that you say have, that simple. That's exactly where I'm at. My only request is let's actually make this 12 extraordinarily relevant people, or at least 10 extraordinarily relevant people. It's not that simple, is it? Because you still have other, you still have to build dynamite every week. You have to have cards sure. and feuds. And because that's my lean to, I don't want, sometimes AEW, these tournaments, it's like, huh? 
Like I remember the one leading to the title. It's like Nick Wayne is in this. Like what? What, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, Matt Hardy. I, I probably I probably start with Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, both, um, both the Hardys. Yeah, the other guy from Private Party. Um, oh, uh, Ian Money. Yeah. Yeah, both of the guns doing doing uh, solo, and then uh, four Dark Order guys: Silver, Reynolds, Uno, Grayson. Um, Preston Vance. Wow, this is uh, you know what, Zoobs? This is in the direction I think you're going. But how many is that? Is that ten? I like that Preston Vance is in the Dark Order still. <laughs> it's been years. <laughs> is that ten yet? Um, I mean, he no, is think, quite think, literally dead. I think you want to see. You want to see. Um, you, you'll want to see Mox. I think I want. You want to see Hangman yep. uh, hey Swerve. You want to see. Um, I mean, Cope's probably going to be in it. We have Big Cope in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see Powerhouse Hall. Like, I, I want to see. I, for me, I, I, it's your top ten. It's your. It's your top of the card. Um, everybody in the pool, sort of thing. Everybody's refocused. Everybody's sort of out of what they were doing. Um, come the end of full gear, but it probably won't be that simple, will it? No, because you need fall guys in the tournament, right? Yeah. You, you need. You need your uh, your Tokyo pimps. Your Tomatongas. You, you need the guys who are the, the guaranteed wins. And then you need the upset guys. I wonder if a Danhausen could be in this tournament as your Torianu style, you know, oh, we need to book Okada or Naito or John Moxley in a loss, but we can't pin him. Oh, we'll have Torianu stick him in an elevator. Um, Though the, that sort of thing that they've been managing to do. Do you Ethan think Page we get still, Ethan Page still in the company? Yeah, I think I think Ethan Page is around. Yeah, he feels. I wouldn't mind seeing Ethan Page in there as a pin guy. He could be, and he, he you can he can beat some people, right? It's sort of yeah. A... The odd upset win. That's what's great about these round robin tournaments is that you can you get these chances and booking. Uh, you can have comebacks. You know, somebody goes on a losing streak and comes back at the end of the opposite. They start hot and then lose steam. Yeah, you need your. Sam Fells points it out. You sort of you need your Ishi. The guy that like it's always a banger, and there's always a one. He always like takes some guy who's a little bit tired to the absolute limit at the absolute wrong time and beats them, and then loses some matches. You would think he would win because he's capable of doing that. Uh, I think that's I think that's a, a good shout. Yeah, we'll see. I, I would have your, I'd have your top ten, and then I would have two. Like I would have like a Will Osprey, right? I'd have somebody that you were that that would have an international big name that you know threatens to sort of take it all over. I don't want Chris Jericho in it. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Maybe he's getting written off. Who knows? Do you think we get Eddie Kingston in this tournament? God, I hope so. This is me. This is me. I wore this shirt tonight. I need Eddie in the C1. You understand, partner? This is my Eddie (laughs) Kingston. Hey, hey, partner. I need to be in the Continental Classic. Uh, Shockingly good Eddie Kingston impression. Because of Queens. And if you don't like it, you better knuckle up. Yeah. And... One of those for you. <laughs> what do you think? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Now he has to be in. Matt can't speak on tonight's show or else he would have done. Normally he's the go-to impression guy, but I had to take over tonight. I thought that was pretty good. I think so too. I, I feel it. Oh yeah. Bring in Jeff Cobb drools. I love that. Love that. I'm really excited for this tournament, Zeus. This feels like a good anchoring for to end the year. I've mentioned how much I love the world's end timing of the pay-per-view, that December 30th, it all culminating to there. This feels like a nice track, very easy booking, linear for AEW to follow that'll lead us into the end of the year. So I like all this. Yeah. Great stuff. Continental Classic. 
Zoobs is sort of classically continental when you consider it. Sure. I like I like, I like my breakfast that way. Yeah, yeah, a free muffin. All right. No problem at all. Not a problem. No, I, listen. I'm genuinely excited for full gear this weekend in a way that I maybe wasn't expecting to be. Okay, great. What happened there, eh? Zoobs left the whole the whole thing. I sort of felt it coming, you know. I felt like something was going wrong with the mic tonight. It felt a little loose on the thing. Wow. What a mess, man. We can't afford to leave the Zoobs. I fixed it. Wow. What a catch. Matt's losing. I don't know if they can hear you. All right. Okay, they can't they can't hear you. Matt's howling, which is great. I love I love cracking up, Matt. No, listen. Um I just wish, and maybe they can do something on collision. What could really get me on the on the full-on full gear train is selling me on Jay White could win. I just need like 10, 20% belief that the guy isn't just there to lose to MJF, which is kind of how I feel right now. It feels like one of the more lock things that are going to happen on on saturday night a good time to let people know though on friday morning we will have a preview show live on our youtube channel will be andrew Seaslack, myself and aaron campo and we're going to be doing uh previewing them all going through picking our winners our losers we might even have a fourth guest we'll see uh so check out for that on the wrestling brain youtube channel on friday morning as well head on over to patreon.com slash j0shc there's never been more content behind the paywall Go catch up on a bunch of Shootopia. I'm proud of it all, very much so. Top 10 list, top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time. Get into the Discord. You want to talk about wrestling with people online this weekend. That's so clearly true. And Twitter sucks ass. Go join the Discord, and you can be talking during Full Gear, during Collision, with people who are have brains. And uh, it's all very good. So join. <laughs> Matt's also dropping shit. This is a disaster. Oh, my God. An absolute mess. Thank you very much, Matty Mac. Put the Patreon in there. It was a, a great month for subs. Make me happy. I'm I'm ten away from my goal this year. There's only there's only what six weeks left. How many weeks left in the year? Something like that. Just do something nice for me. Go go give the fiver. Oh, Zoob Zoob's got water too. He's drinking on air. This is this is new. Zoob's you're you're hydrating on air. This is this is rare for you. Well, that was a. <clears throat> extra little hit that i usually don't take for my throat to so just no, cautionary for the morning zoobs you you missed the action you left as soon as something happened my mic exploded what you walked off screen and my mic i don't know how else to describe this part just fell out and i had to catch it and this arm flew up and, and everyone was wow. like well, zoobs keeps this thing on the rails yeah look at the, the damn look microphone at the, look at the chat zoobs leaves and down comes the whole set it literally all falls apart without Zoobs. <laughs> skookum, skookum. Zoobs is clearly the glue, says Sam Fells. I need to leave this. I'm going to need to get up and leave more often. This is the... we, we did, Listen, I don't want to... We, we did the channel points conversation on air. We'll do this on air as well. Um, we talked about it a couple times. I had to take extended breaks from this channel. I would come back and we'd have the big Zoobs is back show and the, everything would fly around. We've learned, I think, a couple of times, absence is what makes the heart grow. 
I need to disappear from frame. No, it's my now turn and then. to get a couple of weeks off. You gotta, you gotta, you, you guys gotta run some shows. I'm just, I, I'm just doing what the math tells me to do. I, it's not a, this isn't like an opinion. Well, we've never and... done me going away. We don't even have the comparison. <laughs> we don't, have, we don't know. Yours is data. There's a very real chance of going I mean, to winning in January. So that's pretty I miss cool. Those. All right. Let's, I'm terrified. Well, I mean, we, like I said, we did, we did have the one. The solo Zoom show is sort of the only example we have of that. And it was it was huge. <laughs> so what are we talking about? <laughs> Absence makes not a They've never had a chance to miss me. I'm on every show, every week, <laughs> steering the car, yeah, yelping. Oh, let's do let's do that. I yeah, I would I would I'd love to be missed. <laughs> Speaking of loving to be missed, the young bucks are here in their home state, near <laughs> silence. Near silence. For the Young Bucks. Here, Zeus, we gave up CM Punk for these guys. You're telling me CM Punk would walk into Chicago to this sort of reaction? He hasn't walked into Chicago to this quiet of a reaction since he's been a pro wrestler. <laughs> it's true. And I, I, I mean, just true of Illinois on hold. Bad crowd, you know? You said it. Stinky. But they were willing to get alive for the team of Commander and Penta. And I thought this match was an enormous amount of fun. Oh, yeah, Sludge Williams pointing out we get to see the Bucks' father. Listen, I saw a lot of people teasing this guy, and I agree. He's, he's, he dresses up a little. But I just all I could think of is how cool it must be to be the Young Bucks and have, like, your dad front row. I would love to do something and perform in that way and have my dad, like, I don't know. I just thought it was a cool moment for them to have. And, mm. uh, but, yeah. He's been around a couple times. Matthew Lee, Matthew Lee Massey has been around a couple times. Yeah. It, well, that's true. And let's just be honest, the bar is always set by George Mazanin, the Miz's dad, who is a better <laughs> pro wrestler than the Miz could ever dream of being by 100 miles. Yeah, Matt's doing the stance. Everybody goes, this, this is how you square up. You're about to be in a fight? <laughs> George Mazanin knows. That guy is cool. Yeah. Young Bucks versus Commander Pender. I actually enjoyed this much more than I was thinking. Um, I think everybody probably likes a lot of the same stuff about it, which was that they were executing very cool moves at a very, very high rate. I loved the the coolest running on the ropes for Commander ever to do is running. Penta has Matt Jackson in a fireman's carry. Commander runs the rope, jumps on Matt Jackson's back, and then goes to Nick Jackson for a destroyer. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing to do. And they performed it very, very well. Uh, they were really getting over how heel the Bucks have turned here as they do the handshake spot and then do a super kick right after. The promo post-match will follow up on that. Uh, the huge fear factor on the apron starts this comeback for Pentagon. That brings the... I was like, where has this crowd been tonight? They are like, zero bueno! The crowd is standing up and like doing this in rhythm. Pentagon is... It was so weird to watch. He was like Hulk Hogan tonight in california they couldn't get enough of pentagon it was a joy to watch like and the match just went with it they're like wow they're really into this okay pentagon you kick everybody's ass for a couple of minutes here if you aren't into that sequence of pentagon just on the fire up come up with the crowd behind them like that is core fun pro wrestling stuff to me i love that uh yeah great points all around i think i think you know come Commander, we're not the biggest uh, proponents of, especially at this point. Obviously, the, the the debut. I think you and I have been sort of um, not shy about our, but but 
in a match with the Young Bucks that you're almost like, this is as close as it's ever going to get to making sense for Commander, right? Like why, as you said, like the why he's walking in the ropes and why he's wildly, it's like it's the Young Bucks, Young Bucks match. So that's sort of the, the, the field you're playing in uh, when you're doing these things. So um, yeah, I'm with you. I thought this was, and listen, the Young Bucks are like, the guttural reaction I have when they come out, notwithstanding, you sort of like set it aside when the match starts. Um, good, like you said, it was good fun pro wrestling at the end of the day, like looking at uh, face value for what it was. The Bucks hit a double nut shot and Judas effects, uh, which makes me think they might be coming callous adjacent in the future. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. I don't know. Very cool made in Japan. Also, all my notes are about Penta. <laughs> very cool made in Japan from him. And yeah, I thought a very fun match. Maybe the most I've enjoyed a Young Bucks tag match on television in a while. Although, largely because I just like Penta whipping ass. But yeah, good match. Really fun. Good run of that lately. Penta whipping ass. Yeah, that's true, isn't it, man? We need Penta in a big title singles situation eventually. The Bucks are promoing backstage. Why did they cheat? Is what Lexi asks. Or why did they cheat in their home state? <laughs> Such a funny yeah. question. Why'd you cheat in your home state? Listen, we've had our most success when we're willing to play the game this way. And we're here for success, so we're going to do it again. Totally cogent. Makes sense. The question's a little silly, but that, that makes... They have had their most success. And when Kenny enters the frame, they get to say the same thing to him. It's like, don't act like... You weren't AEW champion when you were willing to play outside the lines a little bit. Jericho comes in. He says, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not spending my time on these jackasses. See you later, kids. Which was awesome, by the way. I thought his belittling of the Young Bucks was awesome. And then Matt Jackson attacks Chris Jericho. And there's a brouhaha teasing the match on Saturday. The Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks. Pretty good. Pretty good, man. So Better. Too. Better than them not being around and 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 third assing everything that happens on the screen, right? It's like <laughs> assing is good. It's much better. Any interest in that match, the Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks? It still feels kind of cold to me. Sure, yeah, I think so. I think nice. I think you have four guys that are like real masters at setting up moments uh, and, and filling the rest in with like chaos and building to big visual things. I think. I think. It could be some really cool stuff in there. Fantastic. Me too. I think the moments will be good. It's like all these AEW pay-per-views, though. It's like, could you lose a couple matches? And then when you say which ones, it's not hard for me to find things that don't feel all that vital. Yeah. Even though, the, and, and maybe it's just the weird added stakes that I could do without. It's like the Golden Jets can never team together again if they lose. And the Young Bucks give up their chance at a title shot if they lose. Just I'd rather I'd, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have that though personally okay there we go the guns are up against some local talent here they crush them immediately that was 2v2 of MJF imagine what 2v1 is going to be this Saturday night all it needed to be a reminder that MJF is doing as well as the world title thing with Jay the ROH tag title thing with the guns I'll be giving my full thoughts on this on our YouTube channel preview this Friday but soups sort of an interesting dynamic here i think with the roh tag titles not because i don't think ROH, mjf can't drop them at some point but more like it almost feels like an anchor to a team like the guns like do they need 
those? Like, what, what do you do here? Would you have the guns? I'm not saying what you think is going to happen. I'll ask for a prediction. But do you think it would be the right move to put these on the guns here? Have them beat MJF? You're right about it being the ROH ones and that sort of like coloring. Like, do they need the ROH Tag Team Championships? I don't think so. Would it help them to have uh, like the beating Big Bill and Ricky Starks and being that? That makes sense to me as, as a little more of an impact they would make. But it is a direct line to MJF, right? That sort of is the the other part of it. It's a direct line to MJF screen time. And that's what the whole show was all summer. So And remains sense. to some degree. Yeah. I was like, right before the main event, I was like, man, this show has finally not been like the every second is about MJF thing. And then I was like, right, the end is going to be MJF. Wardlow is going to be the one that brings about the devil's end. Your time is coming up, MJF, and I promise I will make the devil my bitch. Uh, hey, Wardlow, MJF's not the devil. We have this is I think everybody that everybody that calls him the devil is going to be one of the guys in the suits, right? Right. Yeah, that makes everybody, I do. Everyone that's used that exact verbiage with him, and Wardlow like, is for sure one of the guys under the suit. Yeah, I think so. And maybe that's not the worst way to get me interested in the the rematch between MJF and Wardlow. Uh, and he show he's shown headbutting some guy no one's ever seen in a ring in this vignette, so that's kind of cool. There you go. You were just saying that would be your finish. So, I mean, I'd do it on a, a, a capital G guy. You know, I'd be going. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny or Eddie or whoever's at the yeah, top yeah. of the cards, and you know, built different. Uh, we go on Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Cage, and Kyle Fletcher taking on Chris Jericho. Kenny Omega, Cody Ibushi, and Paul White in a match. I I didn't write down the name. Everybody knows it was the tie-in with Sega. Yeah, yeah. Fight for the for Yakuza like name? a dragon. Sorry, man who erased. I think the man who erased his own name. The man who erased his own name. Something I think like that. Right. Kind of. You've sort of done that in a way, I suppose. Yeah, a couple times. That's true. Not not a lot of people that around here call you by i'm josh you know and everybody in real life calls me josh right did melissa ever call you zoops no i don't think so i don't think so probably knew of you as the zoops before she met you though i get i would guess that's true yeah because she, she yeah yes that's true that's awesome. and knows that those people that would call me zoops right of course like like matt and i that's correct i had a lot of fun with this plunder hardcore match kenny always delivers in these situations i don't think he really gets thought of as a hardcore wrestler but he is really good at them i feel like um it, it's not anything more than it needs to be this isn't to the tier of an anarchy in the arena or stadium stampede this is a fine tv match it's just weird because it is functioning as the blow-off of kenny omega and the callus family kenny does end up getting the win and the pin here but i don't know it's it was a fun match but i the whole thing has felt wonky and I'm happy to have it put behind me, I guess is sort of how I felt at the end. Did you have fun well, watching it though? So, I mean, they had a DDT match, right? Let's be, I think it's sort of the way that I would put the visual that I as a very, very casual knower about her of DDT um, would categorize as that, right? You have, you have the bike thing and you have uh, like, it's not comedy, but it's like very object oriented and it's like a rethinking of the way some of these things work. The rules um, of the universe are lighthearted. Yeah. Perfectly put, perfectly put. Um, and it was interesting. I hope they did a good job. It's going to sound really, I don't know. It's one of those things that like, 
maybe you'll follow me here. I, mean, I praise them for this, but then part of it's also like, is this a thing that we actually think is like a net better for wrestling, right? I want because like my point is, it came off like an actual very good integration of the video game thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, no, totally it did. It really did. Sega logos on the guy's tights. Um, spiritually felt like it could have been in the universe of the Yakuza games. Not sure if you played any of them. I haven't, but, like, but I bet the people who do picked up on like the, Kenny's gear looked like it was stuff from the game. Uh, yeah. If Brian Cage's Sega gear was wicked though. You're right. The uh, the sign they did a uh, tombstone off the side through um, just the bike. It just sort of seemed like it, 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 it's a nice merger of the brands, right? Which is such a weird thing. Like there's the no, two sides cool, of yes, right? I guess that sort of is the is the that, that, that's how you feel about it. Listen, like they it, need these cool, corporate sponsorships just like we do in WBCW. For Raw sure. did it through like the worst guest host bullshit you could ever imagine or like forced product placement. If you have to do like a themed match once in a while that they actually like sort of nail tonally. It's like how I always say, yes, obviously commercials suck during matches, but I like TV wrestling and I understand that that's part of it. So I won't bellyache about it. And that's feels similar to me. Like I like this stuff enough to know that that's just sort of the way the game is played. And this is, a, I agree, a good version of the integration of it. Yeah, nice homage then to the game. So and Trilly yeah, is saying they nailed it. I think Trilly does play the games, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. So I casually dabbled and went in like half of one and enjoyed it. So there we go. Um, I know I've watched the right. one where you can fight Okada in it, and I've watched the boss right. fight a bunch where Okada's theme song plays during it, which is obviously wicked. Um, I it does uh, bear saying though, Zoobs, that as and I this might not be popular, but. Abushi's done so. The Kota Abushi is <laughs> put him out of your Kota, mind. Kota put... Abushi signed today. He's all elite. That happened after no, the show. No, don't tell me that. Matt, bring it up on the screen. Tony Khan tweet if you can. Oh boy. Well, I guess that, you know it's not the worst. I mean, I'm still interested in the Golden Lovers run, but dude, when they did the like double samurai sword spot and Kenny was on the turnbuckle. And your man Coda was still halfway through. Kenny's like doing the moonsault. And he's like, oh shit. And he just has like sprint to do it. Didn't didn't make me happy. It makes me sad to see a great like that being such a shell of himself. Like, and ma- ma- we haven't seen Big Machibushi yet. Singles in the spots that we know him in. But the guy that put on like the 55 minute classic against Jay White or the you know just endless one of the best match catalogs in new japan history he's he's not there that i can see am i blind did what, what did the chat to you did, did he stand out to everybody else is just like where is kota abushi it uh there was that whole thing where you'd watch him take horrible bumps and be like how long could he possibly do that for <laughs> the answer might have been not much longer than 2020 2019 <laughs> and then you're like message from yourself five years in the future like not that long it's like oh right <laughs> pace fall making me feel a lot better about it saying no he's cooked here she goes thank you pace. anyway i don't want to he's t- officially all elite what can i say and we must say zoobs i might not even put it in the survey this year because of course we do the wrestling brain year-end survey has a bunch of of the year awards and usually i have spot of the year as one of the awards you can vote on but i might just rename that to the powerhouse Hobbs throws big show on a car award <laughs> because awesome I, i'm gonna stand up this is for paul white i'm standing and applauding this is 
That's for you, big man. This man was barely standing on the ramp last week and at the top of the ramp at the beginning of the match. And he said, powerhouse, brother, for, for my last act, you get me up as high as you can, dude, and throw me the fuck onto that car. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was so awesome. Big yeah. Show hits the car in a way that you feel bad for the car because he is obviously <laughs> so big. And then your man, he just obviously decided he was going to do it, and he just bumps to the concrete. Do you know what that's <laughs> like for a guy the size of Big Show? Who, whose Crazy. leg is on wrong? <laughs> Crazy. I... I am in awe of Paul White's work this evening. I will yeah. watch that tonight a dozen times. Why we do it. Respect to Paul White, man. Insanity. What it's all Tell about. Me my kids, this was Hogan Andre. Says that <laughs> yeah. Way better. Easy to say, way better. But call me call me when, when Andre goes down on a car and then bumps the concrete, man. It's 500 pounds. Do you see the guy standing? oh my goodness phenomenal really great yeah really great and, and it's fun to be uh it's fun to be wrong off the initial take of the like oh my god it looks so terrible it's like it played into how unbelievable the thing that did happen felt worth worth it all wouldn't change a thing <laughs> main event time it's mjf and he's doing the, I don't know if there's other losers out there, but what I know is the Wolverine thing where he's coming to grips with like everyone I love gets badly hurt and then screwed over. And maybe I shouldn't be getting close to people. You look at Adam Cole, you look at the acclaim, the, the people that mean something to me are getting harmed. Maybe I need to get out of the way. I want to say that I'm sorry to these guys and I'm going to try to make it up to them. This is all really good stuff. I thought from MJF. And, like, out of step with all the stuff he's been doing normally, like, very... It felt like a bit of a switch-up. Sort of like when he did the I'm a fan of you thing with Punk after weeks of yelling at him. Um, it felt like sort of a tonal shift in a way that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he it's an opportunity here because he's not sort of tied into the Jay White thing to sort of build just sort of his own internal character. And I agree... Um, it's a layer. It's a layer of depth you get to add on and point to, right? And and just a day, a day of coming in and justifying the actions of basically everything you've done the entire time you've been there and what you will. You know, just a good job of like continuing to color in the world. I think, um, but he has a very, a very good job of of like, yeah. It it totally made sense that this this it's a the the karmic toll for like how he got to where he is, right? Is sort of what he's paying now. There's nobody to protect him. He gets beat down by a group. Um, and he realizes that it's because everybody tried, everybody, everybody who tried to help him is like hospitalized, right? Like trying to help him just gets you killed and everybody else hates him because of what he did to get in the position he's in. They all, they're all out to get him. So there is nowhere for him to turn. Um, but that's the karmic toll of being a good guy, right? Is, is you don't get to run away from anything. You don't get, it, it all catches up to you is the whole point. Um, I think it's great. And I think it adds. Just to, just to him, I don't know that it does a ton for the Jay White match coming up, but it does a lot. It just it adds to MJF as a as a continued to be fully fleshed out character. 
Really, really nicely put. And as you were saying that, I was realizing it could be cooler if they taught a way worse lesson during this match. If the message they wanted to tell MJF was get cooler, tougher friends. And he sides with Samoa Joe and the devil shows up and Samoa Joe just fucks up all the guys, fucks up the devil. It's so easy for Samoa Joe. You never even find out who the devil is. The lesson is just be friends with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is just there to get the title shot. Then he smokes MJF and rides off in the sunset. Do you think he wins the title at World's End? I think there's a very real chance. Samoa Joe? Yeah, yeah. Samoa Joe over MJF. I don't. I personally don't think so, but but uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see you get us there. Jay White comes. Oh, sorry. First, uh, MJF has a message to the devil. Yeah, I'm afraid because I'm afraid I, of letting these guys down. I don't care when you show up. I'm going to find out who the hell you are, and then there will be hell to pay. Then the closing moments of the show go to Jay White. I thought Jay was kind of weak here, to be honest, or at least just like very in line, like very like, you're no hero, you're a zero, you're like kind of just very nothing burger after like a very emotional, much heavier, more direct um, uh, promo from MJF moments before. The Bang Bang Gang jumps MJF, of course, is to be expected. They lay him out, and our visual going into full gear is MJF laid out with Jay White holding the Triple B over him. And that was Dynamite. I, I enjoyed my time with it, Zoops. And I enjoyed my time with you in the chat. And everybody oh, I always enjoy my time with you, Zoops. <laughs> and the chat. Exactly like you said. Um, I don't think we'll do a post-show show tonight uh, just because of Maddie's Michaelophone. So... Uh, We'll come back, go to the YouTube channel Friday for our preview and come right back here Saturday night for a double dudes Saturday night primetime. Man, that's an exciting a double dudes for us. Can't wait. That, that's a time slot I can get into. Let's stay up late. We could do calls if people wanted to call in, but who knows? We put the call out last time. There are no calls, so maybe we don't need to. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. If you want calls, let us know. Um, Maddie, anything you do want to say? A brief message to the people you barely got to speak tonight. Anything you did want to say? He's kissing. He's blowing kisses. Blowing kisses. He blows kisses to you. He's blowing kisses to you. What a nice guy. Zoobs, thank you so much tonight. I thought that was really nicely put, especially there at the end with MJF. We are the Sword and Shield. We will be back Saturday night. And for Matt and Zoobs, I'm Jay Zero. Saying to all of you, love and energy. <laughs>